Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, I'm Adrian Durham. You're listening to TalkSport. It's time to look back at an incredible day three of Qatar 2022 on World Cup Daily. What a terrific strike it is from Salim Al-Dazri. And Saudi Arabia are in front. And are we on the cusp of the first real shot of Qatar 2022? Only Spain in 2010 have gone on to win the World Cup, having lost their opening match. And there is the final whistle. Argentina have beaten the greatest day in Saudi Arabian football in history. Today, uh, to resume, uh, all the stars in the sky were on the same line for us. They deserved to win this game. They were brave in the way that they played. The goals that they scored were fantastic. Incredible, really incredible. This is what the World Cup is about. This is one of the biggest, greatest upsets of all time. The story belongs to Saudi Arabia. They have done it, undoubtedly. One of the biggest ever World Cup shocks. Now, we're going to get into the World Cup very shortly, but there's been some seismic news regarding the Portuguese captain, Cristiano Ronaldo. Manchester United have confirmed that he will leave the club with immediate effect. Stuart Pearce is alongside me. The recent row, the TV interview on Talk TV with Piers Morgan, has that tainted Cristiano Ronaldo's legacy, in your opinion? Uh, in my opinion... Probably not. I look beyond that in other people's opinion, potentially. And potentially Manchester United fans' opinion, I would say. Certainly, there'll be a few of them that are really disappointed with this. But I'm glad it's been resolved now and not in the law courts because they were talking about, you know, this, this being in the hands of solicitors and that type of thing. I thought, you know, we didn't need that. I don't think football needed that. Hopefully Ronaldo can concentrate on the World Cup now. Manchester United need to move on. I hope sometime in the future that people view Ronaldo's time at Manchester United in probably in a more positive light than they view it at present. Yeah, when he left the first time, he wanted to leave. Sir Alex persuaded him to stay for another year and then he left. And that could have been viewed negatively by some fans, but he achieved a huge amount in his time at Manchester United uh, as a younger man. The second time around, it, listen, it wasn't bad uh, last season, but it didn't have to end this way. It shouldn't have been this sour, should it? No, it should have ended last summer. This summer just gone. Um, you know, people were being asked the question time and time again, what should be the future for Ronaldo and Man United? And I said, a new manager coming through the door 
it's time that probably Ronaldo parts ways with the club and goes and finds his football elsewhere. I think the big question mark now is where he plays his football, what he wants to do. It's not a financial decision, but he needs to go and play somewhere where he's playing week in, week out. So that will be a definitive market. Yeah, well, we'll see where Ronaldo goes. The Athletics' David Ornstein said that it makes sense that it ended like this. I think it is the logical conclusion after what's happened recently, the interview with Piers Morgan, the tumultuous season that he has had in his second season back at United. There was still 12 months to go as an option on the contract, but the actual deal was due to expire in the summer of 2023. So it doesn't surprise me the timing um, is quicker than I expected because when you enter these negotiations over a termination with the highest paid player in the Premier League, that's not in your mind going to be easy. But Manchester United started exploring it mm. straight after the clips of the interview were released. They then waited for the full interview to uh, be aired, by which point the legal wheels were already in motion. The conversations were too. And so in recent days, the process has rapidly stepped up and developed to the point at which a mutual agreement has been reached. They have reached a compromise. It's a quite extraordinary development. It is. Uh, Ronaldo, in terms of uh, on the pitch, his Portugal opened their World Cup campaign on Thursday against Ghana. Coverage gets underway from 3pm on TalkSport. And in terms of Manchester United, the club's owners are set to release a statement imminently uh, and it could mean that the Glazers are finally selling up. So onto the action on the pitch here in Qatar and Saudi Arabia pulled off the shock of the tournament so far beating Argentina 2-1 in Group C. Stuart Pearce, where does this famous victory for the Saudis rank in terms of World Cup moments? For me it's probably North Korea's victory. I think that was in 66. I was certainly uh, too young to remember that, believe it or not. And I would say Cameroon's victory against Argentina in 1990 come as a real shock. I think that was the opening game, actually, a 1-0 victory. But this, I think, even tops those two, to be honest with you. It's, it's incredible. And the public love football somewhere down the line being a very even playing field. And this was a brilliant, brilliant result for, for World Cup history, I think. Argentina will probably disagree with me, but one of the ranked favourites, a lot of people's favourites if the World Cup have been beaten. It will sharpen their focus. I still think they'll go a long way in this competition, but what a brilliant, brilliant day for Saudi Arabia. Oh, no doubt about that. Um, they, they scored two and a bit minutes into the second half and never looked back. Messi had put Argentina in front. Got to remember as well that the Saudi Arabia coach, Hervé Renard, had a terrible spell in charge of Cambridge about 16, 17 years ago. If you'd said then to any Cambridge fan, he's going to go on and do that to Lionel Messi. and go. Absolutely extraordinary. But um, for Argentina, suffering a defeat for the first time since uh, Copa America to Brazil in July 2019. That's 36 matches without losing prior to today. It, it makes it even more monumental. It certainly does. And I think in the manner in which they done it as well, you know, they played this really high line. It wasn't a low block. They didn't all sit off and, and ride their luck. They had a, a set way of playing. The back line squeezed up. They rode their luck in the first half. They got a few marginals on, on offsides, go their way. Otherwise, it could have comfortably swung 4-5-0 in the opposite direction. They rode their luck with good play. And on the back of that, in the second half, my goodness, did they come out with some energy and drive. By the way, Saudi Arabia, 
national holiday tomorrow just because of that result. Fair play, hope they enjoy that. I will say, though, that Argentina's defeat probably increases the chances or the likelihood of them finishing second in the group, which in turn increases the probability of England and Argentina meeting in a World Cup quarter-final. And we all remember what happened the last time they met in a World Cup quarter-final. Yeah, we do. So whilst we think it's brilliant for the game, to Argentina potentially come in on a, a crash course to, to meet ourselves, potentially, is that a good thing? Well, I'm not so sure. They're, they're one of the big favourites. But listen, I've always felt this World Cup, there's going to be one or two leading lights that might not get out of the group. It comes as a bit of a shock. I don't think that will be Argentina, but that, that result has certainly made us all sit up and listen. Yeah, they've got to get their act together. The other thing it does, in terms of projecting, and it's so difficult with so many variables and, and, and goals can change things here, there and everywhere. You path through to the final. We all try and plot it out. It all goes wrong somewhere along the way. But this actually increases the chances of an Argentina-Brazil final if Argentina finish second and if Brazil top their group, which actually, of course, we all want England there, but that wouldn't be a bad final, would it? I don't even want to think about that, to be honest with you. England shall be there, and if that means Argentina have got to be washed away on our pathway through to the final, so be it. But it won't be a bad final, you're right. You're right. Uh, Mexico nil, Poland nil. Uh, the other match in Group C, Robert Lewandowski, is he all that? I mean, he still hasn't scored at a World Cup. He's uh, four games in. Still hasn't managed a goal at the World Cup. And today he had a penalty saved by the veteran uh, Mexican keeper. He's 37, still pulled it off the cap. Yeah, he did. As I said, it was a decent uh, save, but certainly he'll be disappointed with the penalty, I think, you know. And uh, for a, it's incredible, really, a player of his goal-scoring prowess not to have scored at a World Cup. It's quite amazing. It is. Uh, and again, it makes it uh, interesting in that particular group. But two nil-nil draws today. Are you bothered by that? Not at all? No? Nah. I don't think so. I think... The game and the World Cup in general will throw up a lot of goals. There's no doubt in my mind that we're going to see a lot of goals. I mean, England proved that certainly in their game and we've been fortunate enough. Uh, we've had five today. Yeah, we have. Uh, it's uh, been fantastic. Um, France beating Australia by four goals to one. We will uh, talk more about that a little bit later on. We brought you earlier on TalkSport breaking news that Manchester United are up for sale. The club have put a statement on their website. Manchester United announces process to explore strategic alternatives to enhance the club's growth. And the statement itself is full of a lot of jargon, which won't waste your time with. But it basically is saying that they are planning to sell up uh, if they can find uh, a buyer, which I don't think... You, if you If you... Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world and have been for a long, long time, if not the biggest... There will surely, even at that price of £6 billion, there will surely be takers for that, Stuart. It, it seems not only, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to buy into football, which is, you know, people want to do and companies want to do this day and age. It's almost an investment. Sometimes, you know, we see some of these eye-watering figures that people pay for clubs and you think, well, how the hell have you played that sort of money? And all of a sudden... They sell it for a few years later and have trebled and quadrupled their money in an investment. You think, my goodness, it's almost a great investment, really. And uh, I, I wonder whether companies and individuals see it that way these days. Well, the protests about, for, you know, over the Glazers have been going on for well over a dozen years. The, the Man United fans have not been happy, even when they were winning titles, etc. They still weren't happy with what the Glazers were doing in terms of ownership of the football club. So the fans can't complain. They, they've they wanted the Glazers out and it looks like they're going to get 
what they wanted. So they've got to be happy about it. I think they'll be absolutely delighted. As, as you say, you know, this has gone on. Protests have gone on at United and the wearing of green and yellow scarves and, and one thing and another's been, get, been going on for, for an excess of a decade. It has. Listen, all the jargon, put it together. And basically what it means is the Glazer family are willing to sell Manchester United as TalkSport understands it. So... Uh, uh, we've been told, sources say, the possibility of United changing hands is very real. So that one will keep on moving as uh, time goes on. More to come on this World Cup Daily. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily podcast. TalkSport Sports Update. I'm Tom Clayton. Good evening. It's reported Harry Kane will have a scan on his ankle after a heavy tackle against Iran. Kane had a slight limp as he came off in yesterday's 6-2 win around 15 minutes after he sustained the challenge. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. You're listening to the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast. First game of the day is with us right here and right now. And yet today, when all things are being equal, it may well be Saudi Arabia's day. Romero on the edge of the six-yard area. The shot comes in. Oh, it's a goal! And it's a wonderful goal! What a terrific strike it is from Salim Al-Dazri! And Saudi Arabia are in front! Whistle to the lips of the referee. And there is the final whistle! Argentina have beaten the greatest day! in Saudi Arabian football in history. Argentina 1, Saudi Arabia 2. In towards Andreas Christensen, heads it, go as it's off the post. Denmark inches away from taking the lead, Eriksen puts it back into the area. And it ends in the Education City Stadium. Denmark nil, Tunisia nil. He winds up, he runs forward, right-footed, saved by Achoa! What a stop! The rebound is cleared once, twice! Three times! It has finished on Talk Sport. Mexico nil, Poland nil. Cross to the far post. Giroud! 4-1! Brilliant work from Mbappe! And Olivier Giroud moves on to 51 French goals. What a day. That was how it all sounded on day three of the Qatar World Cup. 
France 4, Australia 1 here at the Algenoub. Denmark 0, Tunisia 0, Mexico 0, Poland 0 and Saudi Arabia shocked Argentina by two goals to one. Let's focus on Group D and the game here. France went a goal down but came back strongly to win it by four goals to one. Two for Giroud. They're now top Group D. And we can hear from the French captain, TalkSport's Andy Brassel has just been talking to Hugo Lloris after the French beat Australia by four goals to one. Uh, we, we know that offensively uh, uh, we have uh, talented players. Uh, on both sides, uh, we have uh, players that can make difference in 1v1. Uh, they are very fast. Uh, aggressive in the box and um, and a player like Olivier uh, is very efficient uh, you know it's also a team player so if he can score he will score but if he can pass the ball uh, uh, he will do it so you know it's a great complementarity and um, so well it's, it's a good start but uh, there's uh, uh, important games ahead and, uh, and we have to continue on the same way What about Olivier's achievement tonight matching Thierry Henry's record An incredible achievement for him Yes, and uh, he deserves a lot of credit uh, for this record, but also uh, for, the, for his mentality. Uh, you know, he's a kind of example. Uh, he's a kind of player that never gives up, and um, he's still here, uh, competing and uh, challenging and scoring important goals. And um, so he can be happy with uh, with his great start. Alugo Lloris, who uh, didn't have a lot to do apart from picking the ball out of his net and watching one glance onto the post at the end of the first half. It was fairly comfortable in the end for France, but main man, as uh, Andy Brasser was asking, Hugo Lloris, Stuart Pearce, Olivier Giroud, two goals. He's now matched his level with Thierry Henry as France's all-time leading goal scorer. Almost certainly he will break that uh, as well. This is a man who... Uh, He's taken his critics and he's had some rough times, been left out of sides when maybe he felt he should have been picked. He's been criticised for being picked. And here he is matching Thierry Henry in international football. I think if you're matching the likes of Thierry Henry, you're certainly doing something right. You know, he's, he's probably arguably the best that's ever been in the Premier League. So I think he's been incredible. Wherever he's been, uh, you know, there was a time at Chelsea when he wasn't in the team and I'm scratching my head thinking, why why isn't he in the team? And every time he comes on or he starts a game, he's a goal threat, either with his head or with his feet. He's got good feet. His technique's good. We saw the bicycle kick that... Was was just off target, but sort of he's got the technique to deliver that. And as a target in the box, he's so good, you know what I mean? Uh, you saw that with his header in there, and he was Johnny on the spot at the other end for a little tap-in. I mean, he's he's an ideal striker. Is he underrated? I think so, in, in many quarters. Because I think all the clubs that he's been at, he's done a really sterling job. He scored goals, and as Hugo Lloris mentioned there, he's a team player. And that's not to be underestimated. No, absolutely. And actually, when you're in a team of what are regarded as some of them superstars, you know, flair players like uh, Usman Dembele, like Kylian Mbappe, you, to stand out in that kind of company, it tells you it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Sometimes he, he gives the French attacking four, as we saw tonight, something slightly different. You know, he's a, he's a physical, in both boxes, he'll, he'll play his part. He's certainly in defensive-wise as well. And... Certainly in the box when the ball comes in there where the other three that are hovering around him have got pace, he's certainly got physical presence. So he offers a little bit of something what the other three haven't. Quick one on uh, the injuries that France have had. They didn't look like they missed anybody tonight, but it was Australia. You know, We're not expecting to be competitive. Are we saying that they won't necessarily miss Benzema because Giroud is, is, is so good up there? Uh, 
they will miss Benzema, to be fair. You need the option. If one isn't doing particularly well, you've got a ready replacement. Somewhere down the line, Benzema is going to be missed. So so is Pogger and Kante as well. You know, these are good players. But the one thing they have got, that they've got options, and the options are not bad at all. Indeed, France getting off to a flyer uh, with a 4-1 win after falling behind against Australia here at the Algenoub Stadium. In the group's other game, Denmark drew 0-0 with Tunisia. Uh, and after the draw, the Danish captain Simon Kerr spoke to Talk Sports' Alex Crook and had this to say on not being allowed to wear the One Love armband. If I go on the pitch and there can be a situation after five minutes that I can risk to get a second yellow card, I put all the team... All Denmark in a bad in a bad spot. We cannot risk that. It's for the sport. We come here to play football. We love the football, so we cannot risk going on the pitch to start with a yellow card. I think it's ridiculous that we we can be in a situation where that can be set. Like it's not like I said before. It's not something new with this one love uh, captain band. We've done two games in the, in the Nations League, so. Why can't we do it now? How much of a cloud has it cast over the World Cup? Has it taken your enjoyment out of today at all? No, absolutely not. The World Cup is the World Cup. Love playing on the stage. You feel the pressure. This is why we feel alive. We play for the adrenaline. At least I can say that for myself. This is what I've been working for for what, 11 and a half months. So the World Cup will always be the World Cup. But is it frustrating sometimes that we have to stand and talk about this at this moment? Absolutely. But... I can also see that there's a quite a big interest of it and I understand that, that that is also why we have done so much as for Denmark at the moment about this. So I think it's clear for, for our side. Some uh, interesting thoughts uh, from Simon Kerr and Denmark with some work to do. It's France up next for them. The day started with a PSG superstar scoring but subsequently suffering humiliation. Argentina made a right messy of things against Saudi Arabia. And the day ended with another PSG superstar scoring, assisting and wowing the crowd with some touches that were so silky you could turn them into the kind of pyjamas Simon Jordan wears. Kylian Mbappe superb, but Olivier Giroud proved the critics wrong yet again and drew level with Thierry Henry to become France's joint all-time leading scorer on 51. The world champions looked like world champions live on TalkSport. Don't forget the TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast is available to download on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. It'll be there every morning throughout the tournament in Qatar. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.